Hey. Whoa. What's up? I'm uh, feeling a little funky. Okay. I'm just, I'm coming to terms with this ergo sells out type thing. Oh, uh, yeah, man. We got we to gotta get this money. We got to let the people know who's making things. Well, if you're wondering who we're supported by in this new cold, cold world, <laughs> ergo is supported by Simplecast. Shout out Simplecast. If you want. Simplecast makes podcasting easy, affordable, yeah. and uh, downright affordable. friendly. Friendly. <laughs> that didn't sound very friendly. Use the promo code promo Chicago code. <laughs> to get 50% off your first three months. Yeah, simple cast. Yeah. Yeah. I be the one. I be the, I be the. I be the one. I be the, I be the. Hello. Hola. Ooh. Yeah. Don't, never... don't go any further than that. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the excitement. That's all I got for you. Let's not do that. We're going to keep it. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Ergo, WHBK, ErgoRadio.com. I'm Kiss. Damon. Welcome home, Dame. I, I, uh, well, no, I'll say it. I appreciate being home. Mm. I like it out there. You were, though, David I'm was joking. in the objectively better land of Los Angeles, yeah. California. Yeah. Like it's not a, it's not a, a better place, but the but the the, the land, you know, mm. it's it, it is objectively a better experience. Well, welcome home to More our colors. Yeah, different hills. Yeah, warmer. Yes. Well, things got flat. You know, real flat, real real gray. <laughs> but we're gonna bring a little bit of energy, a little bit of excitement, a little bit of color to your day. We have a very special guest with us today. It's been a long time coming. Many back and forths mm-hmm. on the uh, Instagram DM. Mm-hmm. We are very excited to have the wonderful Lulu B here. Hey, I'm what up? so <laughs> excited to Ooh, ooh. ooh, that's a new hey. one. Add it, to the le- add it to the lexicon. I like that you went there because like, I think it was the first time, or I might have met you before, but like the first time we really was around each other, was at the, uh, it was like a fashion show happening at Breathing yes. Room. Yes, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And as we do, oh we drummed God. for like two hours gee, after the event was gee, over. And I you had some real chants and some real spiritual calls, and that sounded reminiscent Dev, like, of, of your drum circle People holla. showed me the videos. I was <laughs> you screaming. Was I was, was like, somebody it. delete them. Somebody burn all this. Delete all that. You were very much in it. <laughs> delete all that. So before we get deep in it, let's start the way we always start, let's which is, it. on this day, in this moment, in this season, how is the world treating you, and how are you treating the world? The world is truly treating me beautifully. Like, I cannot complain. This is the first... Honestly, I could say this is the first time in a long time that... All I feel is love, love, love every which way. And all I can do is give it back. I mean, I love everything right now. I know it's not cheesy, but shit, I love everything right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Well, everything is love. Yeah, for sure. Everything is everything. <laughs> and it is also everything. Thanks for listening. There we go. <laughs> we covered all our bases. I guess we could get There's not really much more to say after that, like. Everything is love. Everything. We, yeah. we come up here every week and we talk for an hour, but that's kind of all you need yeah, to know. Yeah. We, we, got, we got to it. So go check out the music, Lulu B. I'm done everything with Everything is love. Um, check me out, uh, Lulu Bomb, SoundCloud, yeah. uh, all that. Yeah, it's just plugs and love. That's all we do here. Get the air horn going. So let's get back to those drums, though. Tell me a little bit more. Like, what was that? 
What was that feeling like for you? You said you were just screaming. Drum. Yeah, like like you I don't, don't? Dr- I don't drum. That was the first time I drummed, and what's crazy is, so you know, I didn't know that there's a technique. I didn't know anything about drums. I was just like kind of saucy, and I was like, the energy in that room was amazing. It was like beautiful that night, and mm. I was just like, shit, let me let me get on one of these drums and. Again, the evidence, the video, everything was all so embarrassing, <laughs> cringy. But the next day, like the few calluses. What? Yep. I'm talking about my hands were bru- like yep. I was boxing. Like yep. what mm-hmm. happened? My whole hand was bruised. Yeah. And nah, I was like, game. so I really started. I saw another like level of respect for drummers that be going because they go so crazy. Right. They make yeah. it look easy. Yeah. So I was like, I could do that too. Mm-hmm. No. Like when I went home, I was like, wow. Yeah, Have I've you been getting those calluses names? Oh, yeah. Like, I ju- they, I've just gotten to a point where, like, oh, they're set. Yeah, your hands mm. know what it is. Because, my, yeah, like, my, my hands have been raw. For like <laughs> It was, like, six or seven weeks straight. Wow. But, like, my, the, the, the knuckle line on the inside of my middle finger on my right hand <sighs> had been, like, pretty, pretty rough. Now... He's like, look, I'm ready to go. African, <laughs> what was it? The African child, African child. What was it from what? What was that movie with Diddy? Oh my God! It was Diddy made a movie called African was, Child. It's <laughs> 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 an interesting turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will be so weak. Diddy, don't do it. Do not do it, Diddy. Y'all know no. he was in Raising of the Sun on Broadway. Oh man, it was like bubbling through. Oh no! We're like, yo, we can't Just like three quarters of the way through, he just pulls out a comb. They're like, what are you doing with a comb? He just starts, <laughs> I'm Sean Combs. <laughs> oh, man. That wasn't the oh. live. No, it's pretty good. I was just thinking about him being a vain person, but you really you really brought no, this all together. Sean Combs. So, you, you, matter of fact, now that I remember, you, you did like kind of start off like not knowing yeah, what was like, up. Uh-uh. But by the end of it, you were like the, the drum circle leader. Stop. To a point that I literally, I'm until you just so said it, I forgot that was your first time. And if Yo, I'm it felt like you, no, connect, this is wonderful. you connected into something and listening more to your music after me, it like kind of really aligns because you have a very diasporic, rhythm driven, percussive, you know, soundscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was cool to kind of see you like being able to physically let some of that out. <laughs> In a new way, but I, I, I want to like kind of transition and get into the the music a little bit because uh, I'm, I'm interested to learn your story and I want to know if you're from the city because of everybody that we've had up, like your music is the least Chicago, and I mean that not disparagingly or like mm-hmm. to other, but like that it is more world mm-hmm. music. Um, and so I'm just I'm really excited to learn how yeah. some of that sound styling came about and not in the way that it sounds like it's from another place in the way that it like sounds like it's from all of the mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. oh dope yeah. okay um no i am from the city i was born and raised up north like in i was born in uptown raised in edgewater so north, I'm north, in north pole. yeah north pole north pole <laughs> baby but yeah um i it's crazy because i try to get some of that juke it and mm-hmm. see the thing is it's like all of that is, you know, working with different, produ- you know, producers and, mm. you know, putting in your, you know, whatever people are comfortable in adding into the mix. Because it's like, I don't ever want to take over. Like, if you were a producer and me and you were collaborating, I would never try to dismiss your sound as well, you know, mm. as well. So it's like, 
It's a 50-50 thing. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted like complete Chicago juke mixed with my, you know, like African this and da-da-da-da-da, there's only enough room like for you to jump in. So yeah. I guess that's why, yeah, it doesn't sound too heavily um, like Chicago, Chicago, but... No, but the juke is that. I mean, yeah, no, I didn't mean that as like, oh, you don't sound like. No, no, here. no. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, hold on, wait. I know I'm sounding a little defensive <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> I was trying to be careful how yeah, I worded no, that, but I meant true. to really compliment. Usually, you. we only get to oh, people's insecurities you. around 25 minutes. <laughs> we got it like <laughs> everything. <laughs> we hit everything, I guess, in the first like what yeah. two minutes, yeah, we're, yeah. knocking everything we're out. <laughs> it's supposed to be long form, but it's cool that this came up because kind of my entry. Y'all met at that thing. I wasn't there, but the thing that was my entry point into your music was playing it as a DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though, like, it's not explicitly in one genre or whatever, it did, the the mix that, like, came most simply to it and most easily to it was with Juke Music. Yeah, DJ I empathy, heard that. Yeah, empathy, yo, empathy. you killed that. Oh, okay. well, you, you killed empathy, that. Empathy. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> For those... <laughs> DJ, empathy, empathy. <laughs> For those uh, wondering what the hell we're talking about, you can, of course, hear that Cottage Groove makes number seven yeah. on our SoundCloud. Yeah. But uh, what happens is it mixes Lusong uh, with with juke it the like classic and it is i appreciate you saying that but it was like the smoothest easiest thing in the world to do because like that rhythm worked perfectly and it's been cool playing it out and watching how people move to it the same way you were describing like that rhythmic stuff from the drums Mm -hmm. so i'm curious for you like what are the types of rhythms that make you move whether it's dancing Mm -hmm. or whether it's like even in the music making process um, I, you know, I really like, I just really like heavy, heavy like drums. That's, I guess that's like my biggest love. And that's also a big thing that, you know, people kind of do. Like if I'm working with other people, mm-hmm. they have difficulty, you know, kind of breaking through that because a lot of people want melody. They want to add this and this. And I'm just like, no, I want to just give me a drum roll. Give me yeah. a drum loop. I just want like throw bass in there. Give me something that's just knocks. Because even if you bang on this table right Mm -hmm. now, that would put me in a different vibe. And I would be like, hold on, keep doing that. And I would pull (laughs) my phone out and be like, okay, maybe I can record this and try to recreate it at home. Yeah. So it's really a lot of heavy just percussion. You you are speaking to... uh, It goes to a key thing. A very important thing in our life. And we don't even talk about it on the show as much. But it has come up probably four to five times a week just in our conversations. just in our life. It's a a philosophy of music. (laughs) Uh, and that no matter what genre, what sound, what emotion you are trying to capture, center the kick. Yes. The you kick know? needs yes. to be centered. No matter how hot your bars are, how harmonized things are, the arrangement, even if it's sparse, even if it's not super rhythmic, center the kick, man. And it's interesting to think about why. <laughs> yeah, no, facts. Like, facts. Yeah. yeah. That's, all, that's all I got to say. It's, it's huge. And it, and it goes to some of that, like the way you were talking about the spiritual thing uh, of mm. being in that space on... It's a little cross-podcast promo, but uh, the other show that I produce, which is Verses for the Poetry Foundation, we had Jamal mm-hmm. May, who's a brilliant poet and MC on, and he was talking about, um, like, basically the way that, like, resonances, I'm not going to be able to explain this completely clearly, but bear with me. Basically, the way you get, like, that pulse, so if you have a, a note at one pitch and then a note, like, seven hertz higher, it sounds like there's, like, a, like, wong, wong, yeah, wong, wave. you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, a wave. So that happens between people in a, um, like, in, like, a circle around a rhythm, mm-hmm. right? So what that does is it basically, like, tunes a collective group of people's bodies to that frequency. Oh, mm-hmm. um, shit. And yeah. it literally, like, your chest is a resonator, and, and that's part of why, like, you feel so connected to people when you're dancing with them. Mm-hmm. 
is because you're actually, like we talk about vibes, you're vibrating at the same frequency and in that same pulse. Um, Kick that shit. Yeah, I think that's dude, just the what? coolest thing. Credit to, credit to Jamal May. I, I got nothing, Gee, but it's, it's you, fascinating. Man. And we're seeing it now, like athletes are doing. You ever seen like the Warriors on the bench and mm. they wear those headphones? Mm. So what they're doing is they have one like resonance in one ear and a slightly different resonance in the other and they're all listening to the same thing so the idea is that it creates like this um your body basically those are two i'm just getting convoluted but they're two different resonances and your mind creates that pulse that makes it consistent that Mm. makes it like a steady thing so that gets you in basically like a meditative state and if the whole team is on the same same wavelength it's going to help them communicate better and move as a unit on the floor how cool is that that's next level yeah Yeah, yeah. And then you rap over it? Like, come on. (laughs) You just kick kick some shit, man. Like, ah. Listen listen to podcasts. (laughs) I can't can't do it. (laughs) Listen to podcasts. I'm not smart. (laughs) (laughs) I just know things other people have said. You are like my my spark notes. You're my cast notes. (laughs) I don't don't need the whole hour. That's funny. (laughs) Just the good part. I wonder who are cast notes. Who notes are cast. Shout out to y'all out there, cast note and ergo. So so with that this kind of this is kind of related. Um I was I'm I, I, as an artist I always like to talk to artists up here about process. Mm-hmm. Uh and I would like to hear a little bit about your collaboration process as you already mentioned like working with different producers who those folks were. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm asking because I almost had the assumption that you were self-produced because the tracks are so mm-hmm cohesive yeah. mm. and, and it, it, it does not feel like different people are producing so I, I feel no, that so you're definitely doing some co-production yeah, at least um, but, but let, let me know what's up yes. what's the problem <laughs> so we'll right guessing. now yeah you know what let me not say nothing now I'm playing no 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 yeah before I, I was working with Lanre he is also an engineer at Classic Studios okay, and out. he is a really dope producer um, but what it was it was, it was like experimental you know mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. as well like as well as See, I knew what kind of sound I was going for, which is pretty much kind of like Lululand, but a little more, you know, I wanted a little more, like, when, when you say Chicago, it's true. I, I kind of did want a little more, like, mm-hmm. you know, something conti- something like more, like, you know, very, uh, I don't even know, like, very dirty, like, very, like, vogue very basement, juky, yeah, yeah, grungy. That's really what I wanted. Yeah. And so he really put his Nija, you know, Afro beat, but we didn't want to call, you know, didn't want to call it Afro beat. We called it Afro hop because Afro beat is in its own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was how me and Lanre started working Um, because he's heavy R&B. He does. If you listen to his other beats, he is saucy R&B. And so... That I want to, I'm like excited to see the change and growth in all of the like the producers that I've been working with. But because this really was like an experimental like mm-hmm. out, yeah. EP. Mm-hmm. Um, but our process was I would tell him to send me drum loops. <laughs> That's because li- so cool. again, he's like an R&B guy, so he's really with the keys, he's really with like a lot of different melodies and beautiful things. And I, when it comes to a track, I don't want it beautiful, like, hmm. I mean. Maybe after, like, let me get my bars down, you know, let me lay it down and record it and have it in. And then if you want to add some beautiful stuff to it, 
you can do it and let me see what I want to pull away and what I, yeah, you know, dude, I'm telling you. Ain't nobody trying to <laughs> and it's like, be all pretty and look. Fuck it's I like, am, oh, rapper, what you all. thought? No, but it's like, you know, I do like, you know, beautiful Punk things. Ass, like, you know, it's and it's what's crazy is like the songs that I love are like kind of like soft songs. You know, I do have my yeah. soft side. I mm-hmm. love like my siblings cl- like clown me all the time because Official Girl by Cassie used to be my, like, gee, I'm talking about, like, pull out the violins, y'all. Like, I'm about to go in. That was my, like, song. Like You, you were transported me. to the middle of that song right now. I saw your <laughs> eyes, like, you, drift off. I'm not kidding. Like, it brought me back. After I leave, I'm about to bust my headphones out and play It'll it. be the but, outro music on this oh episode. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please. Yeah. But you got to do the Wayne version, the remix with Wayne in it. Oh, you know? so that goes yeah. with that Yeah. Oh, you know, Shotty says you want to be my outfit, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all you got to do is throw in some Limewire Air Wayne and you uh, exact, exactly. I did not remember what song <laughs> exact. you were talking about. Yeah, oh, that. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but so why do you think with that being a part of who you are, when it comes to your creative work, you don't want that kind of it doesn't have to be beauty, but like that softness. Um, to be honest, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like that that dark, you know, grungy, like dirty, whatever sound is what takes me to a whole different like place where I don't really have to think you know it's like I just want to spit my bars out of course my bars like are thought out I'm not gonna flex like oh I just freestyle and it just comes to me like there are some bars that actually just come to me and I'm like oh damn like did I just say that but there I doctor you know my stuff, hmm. so it's like mm. that's a cool I, way to think. That about was a good it. word, yeah. like, doctorate. That's, I that's I do. It. I yeah. pick and like I really do pick and choose. Like sometimes even the way like I spit, like I'll even rap into a voice note on my phone, and it would be just like na 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 like a, a flow, and then I start putting words in like mm. after. Yeah, so that's that <laughs> rhythmic thing driving the train. Yes. Yeah. Um, driving the but, train, doctor, and driving. Tra- gee, I'm loving the language. Bars. Here. I'm about to like it's, take these it's down. Happening. Yeah. It's in here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, don't even. We'll save <laughs> that for not. the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I really, I guess, yeah. It just takes me to another place where I don't have to think because if it's like okay, and this is what's weird. So I like writing for singers. Like I just need to hear your sound one time, and then I would kind of write to it without like I could think about. It. I don't know why that it's just like that. It's like I love writing for singers, but if I were to get a soft beat and somebody tells me to spit off it, I'm just like... Mm. Yeah, that's not the voice that's in you that you want to bring out yeah. when it comes to your stuff, and right? I think it's my like, vocals, don't let these baby hairs fool you. You feel me? Don't you know? Hardcore you know. Like, don't let the little baby from the north side fool you, okay? Like, And I mean, I guess... I mean, I never realized it until I actually had to go back and listen, but I guess my vocals are soft in itself. Mm. You know, even Mm. if I try, and it's like, I would spit something and I'm like, oh shit, I feel like I bodied it. Like, I feel like it's like, you know, I'm going off on some Busta Rhyme type and it's like, no, it's still a little soft. It's Mm. like, you know, it has it. So a soft beat with my soft vocals, call me a singer. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not, it's not me. So you think it's like a compensation thing a little bit for that, for the vocal quality? it's not even thought about it's not even like oh you know i don't think about it like oh my vocals are soft so i need a hard beat it's just what naturally like is what i'm turned on to like that that is like give me a r&b beat and if you really want me to spit off it 
you don't have to pay me. I'm going to have to actually sit down and put work into it. Like, it's not, like, something that I'd be excited to do. So an R&B can be done for a, for a price. Cut no, the yeah, check. Cut the you check. feel me? Cut the yeah. check. That's all I ask. Look, a lot of things can be done for the check, you know? <laughs> Facts. Facts. So let's get a little bit into the, you know, you're talking about how you write. Let's get a little bit into it because you do something that many of the rappers that I love do which is the kind of like hyper referential thing, right? So whether it you just like bouncing from, you know, things that you references that you wouldn't necessarily think of being side by side, but in putting them together it becomes like at least for me entertaining cuz like I'm thinking about those two things uh together. Has that always been the way you've written is kind of like in reference to a whole wide landscape of things or or that's something you came to? I don't even I'm this is the first time I'm hearing this. I'm like okay. tell me more, please. Okay. I didn't I didn't know this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm trying to think of like a good example. Um what was, what was it? I, I was just listening to on the car. Um Yeah, I can pull something up. Uh-uh. I know it was when you went through the the, the, the like plantain banana pink uh, yeah. a lot like <laughs> <laughs> What oh my god. What? Yeah, cuz I what I, I think what I'm trying to say is that it's like less like here's what I did today, right? It, the, the, uh, it, this is it's how my storytelling, mom made me feel but, when but I it's was twelve. It's, it's like pastiche, right? <laughs> so it's like all of these different things that you're relating to, kind of put next next to each other, side by side, but they're not like you wouldn't think of those things as being similar, like like cohesive, like you would speak out in a sentence, kind yeah, of. Yeah, let me let me find uh, let me find an example of what I'm trying to talk about. And the good news is, this isn't live, so you can do that. I dance in Tahiti, rain dance in a trance, nobody see nobody me. See me. I got the drip in my shoki, Nija, I broke out, broke out, I get it in like pockets, hit that with light, tell the night go tropic, let it go, if I hold it in and get toxic, if you ain't feeling it, you better stop it. I'm not going to find a perfect stop example of what I'm talking about, but now I'm just liking this Yeah, I'm, I'm literally like re-listening, stop it. I haven't heard this in a minute. Yeah, I guess like the idea of saying like I rain dance in Tahiti right next to bounce and break your back, like those two things being side by side would be an example. I'm not gonna find the perfect example, but do you know what I'm? They, I'm having trouble like this explaining, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, like instead of um, describing the setting or conflict or like a narrative in the way storytelling is like giving details, um, and in a way that doesn't have to be linear, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So. You know, I think the, the, and even if the reference isn't like, oh, I'm talking about this soda or something, like to, to reference, you know, different diasporic things and things that are directly mm-hmm. Chicago, things that are more spiritual, ephemeral to things that are more like tangible things of, of neighborhood or community. Like all these different pieces that make up you, it feels like you're trying to like name all of them. <laughs> uh, and be like, this is who I am. I'm all of these things. Is that, does that ring true at all? Um. We're like super self-critical and referential, so that like just that analysis is how we both think. It might not be how you think, which is fine. Um, I mean, yeah, kind of. I definitely try to represent in in the tracks. Like, I definitely want like when people get upset with artists because they're like, "Oh, you're not about that life." You know, you you talk this, but you don't really do this. I am a little bit like on the edge about that because art is art. It, I mean, and it depends on what you're talking about, but. Mm. Art is art. As an artist, can you not become a character like in a track? Mm. You know, so it's like, why why do you put a cap on a rapper or a musician's art? You know what I mean? But when it comes to mine, I definitely like to show, you know, who I am because this is not just me being a character. Like this is actually who I am. But also, you know, I like to say I dance in Tahiti. I've never been to Tahiti, you know, (laughs) but it's like, you know, 
when I'm in these settings, like I feel this is how I feel like it would be if I was in Tahiti, like yeah. dancing, you know, things yeah, like that. that. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I'm off. I'm off for it. And I think, you know, what you do well is the, is have a life bringing life nurturing approach right and so i think the difference that that criticism with some people especially in, in rap um is if you are artificially portraying something that is like anti-life or life damaging yeah, okay or, no or, yeah or harmful and it's it's inauthentic and you're it's not from a creative place right so it's the difference between like it being art and it being a commodity so yeah. if you know that there is like a a market demand in white supremacist america for mm. black people being violent or for being materialistic, or for being sexist, and you're not even living that life. It's one thing if you actually like came up and survived this, and now are portraying and creating from it. But so I think where the criticism comes from that you are a the antithesis of, and what I hear um, is when it is like more for business and not for life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's my piece. No, that's fat. Yeah, and just I agree. trying to like describe a version of yourself that is something that someone else has already described. It's like. Yeah playing the way you're describing about like creating a character it's when it's less creative than that and it's like just playing someone else's An archetype character. yeah right. like you living know. somebody else's life like yeah. okay no. and and you don't go saying look how look how hard i'm dancing in tahiti right yeah. like, like you know what i'm saying like a lot of people who are flexing yeah. are like and this is my real exactly. life i really do this y'all y'all fake it i'm, yeah, I'm real mm -hmm. when you're when you're when you're from i wonder what mm -hmm. the tahitian currency is if you for real i actually would want to know and i hope it sounds like a dope you know yeah, and yeah, that's cool. i do let's, that let's I, google yeah let's, let's get let's that. get this this is the when i say referential this is what i'm talking <laughs> about i like this i like this what you spending what you what you what you cash the tahitian currency is Oh, wow. Frank? This is going to take so us deep, some William. colonial type situation. Uh, it is the same currency used in all of French Polynesia. It's the franc oh. of the Pacific French Company. Mm, the so, Pacific franc. The Pacific the franc. Pacific. That's crazy. France doesn't even have a franc no more, but they still got people doing <laughs> it. Too. You see it? You feel me? That Man, is colonialism. They don't, they don't give it up. <laughs> well, what do you think they did with all those leftover francs? <laughs> With all those leftovers, when the euro breaks down, <laughs> yeah. Polynesia's gonna be popping the yeah, euro. Yeah. <laughs> popping the euro. I'm tired, G. Oh man, this is what we do. Oh my Colonialism God. made fun. <laughs> but I, I truly do that though. Like when if I'm like if I'm looking for bars, depending on what country or what you know thing I'm my vibe is into I will Google like some type of either their currency or a river or something yeah. and look up the name and if it sounds dope I will try to build around that I so was wondering cool. about that because you know we're talking about all these like global references yeah um, and whether even beyond like from a bar writing standpoint you're just like reading about and studying these little things yeah. around the world like what are you what, what are your Googles that come down to like other <laughs> other continents oh my god so let's say okay there was one um I forgot what what the bar was. I, it was like something like mo, the mo, mo, I forgot. It was like something like a motorway or something, and then throwing something in Guanabara Bay. And I had to look up like the word was Guanabara Bay. So basically, what I would do is let's say I'm all right. So I used to work at this is random, mm -hmm. but I used to work at Waterfront Cafe. It's a dope-ass cafe, guys, on the north side of Ooh, Chicago. I've been there. On, it's, like, right on the lake? Yes, right on the lake. Would, you it, guys... would it be by the waterfront? It's, it, it is okay. right, right by the waterfront. It is a mere 10 to 12 feet away from the lake. Yes. Ah. It's very lovely. It is Sounds very lovely. lovely. Summertime shy. You feel me? <laughs> I used to be a server there. Okay. And 
And um, I used to look at their drinks, and there was a drink called the Caipirinha, and it's like a Brazilian drink. Mm -hmm. And so that took me in a whole nother field. I was like, I'm going to build a bar off of the word caipirinha. And um, and then, like, I will branch off. If I Google caipirinha, I will look at the words next to it mm-hmm. and see what they mean and try to, like, make a full bar around it. But, yeah, I use caipirinha in the intro. Yeah. Of, yeah. I feel like people don't know about that part of writing. <laughs> Oh. You know, where it's just like seeing, how does this word sound? What are the words that are referencing to it? And not everybody does that. But at least to me, like, and obviously I don't write raps, but like when I'm writing something. Contractually. That's, that's, <laughs> that was part of. You, you guys been spitting bars all day. I don't know what you're Oh, bars. You can, bars, bars you can have. No, bars, but, bars are But part of our contract is that Daniel can have your But I would like to add that I was, the one, I was the one who put yes, that in the yes. contract. Yes. Why? <laughs> just for the sake of the world. <laughs> I'm going to have to have to you do life. a little something on one of my sets. You might oh, need man. to come drop a little something. I'll make the you announcements. Can do some, yeah, you yeah. Can, or you can do other type of vocal things. I'll play other people rapping. Uh, I will DJ. Oh. But it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of like, what's a word? You know, those rabbit holes. I've mm-hmm. become more and more like a fan of the rabbit hole, the internet rabbit hole. And that's largely, honestly, Dame, because of you talking about the stuff you found. Oh, man. And you've got me I deep in the rabbit hole. For instance... Again, since since I have the computer, I might as well. Right now, the, here are three tabs that I have open on my computer. Mm. A list of sovereign states and dependent territories in Africa. Mm. <laughs> the Carnation Revolution, which was the revolution in the 70s in Portugal. Okay. And the annexation of Goa, which is uh, nice. when Portuguese India was annexed by the Indian government, mm. uh, in, also in the 70s. So wait, Goa is what? So Goa... Wow, I'm really we're going we're, on. We're I love this. Yeah, this is sorry, for the people. Yeah. Air Goa. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. So as as best I understand it, as part of the Portuguese Empire, uh, they had certain like areas within what is now present day India. And so even after the British gave up their colonies and were forced to leave, um, the Portuguese held on to theirs until literally the seventies. And their claim was that they weren't colonies, that they were part of Portugal the same way any other part of Portugal was. So mm-hmm. they they didn't have to give them up under like colonial rule or like post, you know, the breakdown of the colonies. Oh, it's they're Alaska. Like, they're like, yeah, it's just part of Portugal. It's not a colony of Portugal. Um, and so it was actually like a really important, like in the unification of India was that they defeated the Portuguese military and annexed these areas. Right. Um, and it's part of what led to it was at the same time that like there was increased pressure in Portugal to give up their colonies in Africa. Mm. So this was all happening at the same time, and that's when the Carnation Revolution happened. Mm. And uh, I have a new history podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I'm just trying to. So those are my kind of rabbit holes. Yeah. What are some? You know, you mentioned the Caipirinha. You got any yeah. other like fun internet rabbit holes you've gone down oh, recently? Man, recently, no. To be honest, because recently um, mm-hmm. I've been actually working on production. Okay. I've been Ooh. so this. This is not live, so maybe you guys might cut it. But um, yeah, the new project, it's like all um, my production. Ah, So so I was foreshadowing. Yes, you were definitely wrong. You were foreshadowing. (laughs) Yes, you were definitely foreshadowing. I definitely heard it. I'm like, there's some some cohesiveness. How's that going? Um, It's going well. I mean, if we do have time, I mean, we have nothing but time. So I have a track that I did like somewhat finish it's still very rough you know I'm 
going to still get engineers to, mm-hmm. like an engineer to, you know, sauce it up, you know, get the arrangement a little bit tighter, mm-hmm. make the sound, you know, the song slap a little harder. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I have kind of like a rough of one track that I would not mind letting you guys mm-hmm. like hear, kind of, sort of. Cool. Should we uh, do yeah. it? Yeah, if you guys want to. You like a full recorded track or you would be performing no, over yeah, the top? For, yeah, it's a full recorded yeah, track. Let's go. Let's oh, go yeah. and play it. We, oh, man. Exclusive. Look at that. The, the what a game. wonderful, what a gem. <laughs> I'm like a little shook that I'm about to play <laughs> but If you want us to cut it, we're happy to cut it. Okay. Or if there's like a snippet it's from vi- it. You, I mean, I'll send you. How do you want me to do it? So you can play it now, or do you do you have email. a plug up? Should I email it to you? If you email it to me, I'll play it on mine. Okay. So what it is is, to me, it's still very like consistent right now. It's like um, the track it needs a little bit more of a switch up. So again, the engineering shit. Yeah, like, yeah, like, you yeah. Know, it's not things. done. Yeah. So okay, yeah. yeah. But I still want to get a little feedback from For you sure. guys. Yeah, that's love. Sure. All right, tell me the email I should send to. I'm gonna eat my banana while while we do Perfect. this. Perfect. Eat that banana. <laughs> <laughs> Ergo Radio at Gmail. Was that from something? Or yes. Did you know? Oh my God, I really wish I had that myself. Ergo Radio at Gmail. Absolutely weak. Okay, cool. So we have the song. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's let's hear a little bit. I like watching people listen to their unfinished oh things. God, yeah, because they're like rough, hearing all the crazy. Like, oh yeah, my yeah. God, yeah. I'm like. That's a perfect example of what I was trying to say before about the referential thing. Call me Miss Frizzle, Caramel Drizzle. That's like exactly what I was trying to describe. <laughs> okay, okay. Now you see what I'm saying. Okay. And then you went to Japan right after Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I get you. I just needed the perfect example. <laughs> this shit goes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you weren't lying about like letting the drums guide the way. Like, this is literally <laughs> just drums. Exactly. Which is super cool. All right, I'm gonna pause it. Yeah, no, that's really all it. Time. That's yeah. all it is. So. I, I have many things to say. Yeah. I want to say first, objectively, it's just very good. Oh my god. <laughs> it hits like you know, yeah, just like, you, you, you succeeded, uh, especially if it's taking a new step. But more important than objectively, uh, relatively, it's it is cohesive with your the sound that I was already naming that like feels you know very tight or very intentional so to be able to continue with your own technical process is dope i do have one and a half suggestions yes please as as 
a a preacher, a, a Protestant of centering the kick. <laughs> yes, you succeeded. Okay, I would like to hear. I was I was searching for like one and a half melodic like ideas a, on okay, top. Of. Okay, yeah. that that is more than where a, would you say in the hook area? Well, definitely. So that's why I say one and a half because the half would be like I think it's kind of demanding a whistle. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, yeah. So that's the half, but like uh, the 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 baseline was like the the main melodic idea. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I forgot it already, but yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and it's kind of like repeating in the half bar, and so a, pa- a melodic pattern. It could be real sparse. That's at least more than a bar long. So either it's a two bar pattern, a four bar pattern, or eight bar pattern, okay. and it could be whatever instrument. And it doesn't yeah. have to like take. And this is just it doesn't a have to be foregrounded. No, yeah. I I've been searching for it because it, it to me it feels it still feels empty, a little empty. Like yeah. it's missing something. That's why I was just gonna give it to an engineer and like sit and watch what he adds and try to mm-hmm. name it. But please, yeah, keep I, th- going. I think I, I think need- it, I think it's on the melody side something that is more than happening in every bar. Okay, so over a two bar pattern, or maybe it can even be like yeah. a four bar pattern. So yeah. some type of light horn. Okay, uh, maybe horns would go crazy. Maybe even a clarinet. Okay, ooh, young clarinet over here. You know, that's that's what I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. That like needs that one little piece. This is we've never done a crit, like, yeah. a, like a, <laughs> but a but it's there back. yeah but cool. it's there it's hitting like yeah, yeah. like I so so for, for this to be where you at before post production you're you're in you're in good territory congratulations thank you, thank you. Oh, I'm gonna have to come back and <laughs> hey, this is what we do uh, get all my unreleased stuff to you guys and get a little you know Q and A we would love to like that figure would, out how to do that that's, that's actually a cool like mm-hmm. podcast kind of like a, a studio session podcast yeah yeah like you know unreleased like a little talk back yeah yeah definitely that's hot. Wow, you want to co-host that with us? That would be fun. I would love to. Like, <laughs> All right. I would super hot. Love to. New project in the work. That's super cool. That is super cool. Like, that's now officially. Yeah, in the that's works. a thing. We're not gonna like no. just let the, we we often just say cool things and well, we should, but like we're gonna mm, we're gonna do that. that. Done yeah. that. I'm in this. I'm in it. Yeah, so. you're the first one. Because let me find out y'all did it. Um, I'm gonna yeah. show up to the. I'm a, you think that I won't show up? Petty. You think I won't show up to everyone? Just find out the location, the time. Hi guys, <laughs> with my briefcase, notepad, <laughs> ready. Studio session based. <laughs> on a true story by Lulu yeah, exactly <laughs> I swear with my snacks ready yeah. alright guys so let's talk kind of about you know that was something that, that's in the works but beyond the process of it kind of where you are in the works in the world um, you know and we, again as much or as little as you want to talk about we don't have to get specific mm-hmm. um, but the whole premise of this show is it's like situating individuals within a concept of community right mm-hmm. and that community being Chicago's arts and organizing worlds yeah um so these days where are you feeling like home is in though in your creative self and just as a person so um as of lately um i actually branched out and found a space in amfm mm-hmm. like amfm really is a safe space and it's like very dope energy it's like the people there are pure energy like they're mm-hmm. like you know there's no bullshit with them. Like, it's like what you feel off bat from these individuals that come around AMFM is what you get. It's not like a guessing game. Like, are they sus? Like, do I need to, you know, keep my guard up? Do I need to fall back a little bit? It's not like that. It's just show up and show out. Do you like, you know, and everybody is bouncing off that, like doing you. But more than anything, like when it comes to musically, like I still am in that, like, you know, rocky place where I'm he- very hesitant to collaborate, mm-hmm. whether it be with producers or with like other artists. It's like I am 
extremely like picky and it's like I'm more so I don't want to say against it at the moment like in the space I'm in I'm just really trying to strengthen all of my like all of my skills like I'm trying to strengthen myself as an individual so that when I am fully ready to collaborate with somebody it's like a it's a true collaboration where I don't feel like let me not get soft but like like I don't feel empty if somebody hmm. disappears like if if you know you decide you're not going to like produce for me anymore or you decide you're not going to you know do this verse for me it's like I'm not going to feel asked out like yeah. you know and you're not going to feel like something's missing you're going to feel like you have everything you need to do Yeah it's okay do. it's not a heavy L like you decided you don't want to I'm still going to like flourish I'm still going to like continue doing me and so I'm in that process right now. Yeah. Like, I am trying to strengthen my pen fully. Like, I, you know, it. it's like, I know you guys, like, do say I have bars. Like, it's like, oh, you, you know, you feel that, um, like, a polished artist. I'm not a polished yeah. artist. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. really not. And so. Which is okay. Yeah. For the and, you know, and I really am accepting that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like a little bit of pressure. Let's I, let's let's actually stay there. What, we're gonna you, we're gonna interrupt you. Yeah, and make when you when you say polished artist, like what does what does that even mean to you? What does that look like? And what is the difference between where you, you see yourself yeah. and what that ideal is to you? So I feel like a polished artist is somebody who, you know, you can schedule a studio session off top. And like, let's say you just hit me up right now and said, let's go, let's do a studio session right here, right now. I'm going to, you know, make the beat and I want you to lay down your vocals and record what you lay down today, right now in Mm -hmm. this space. Mm -hmm. Like I'm working on it, but I'm waiting for that day, like where it's like, I could just hop in and like, Mm -hmm. you know, have full confidence that Hmm. the bars I lay down and the things I write are one take, like one done. I want to be one take shorty. Like I know when I'm in the booth, you know, like if it's a thing i wrote down of course it's one take but like i want to be like off the head one take that's super that's polished yeah. that, that 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 is a good definition i was gonna like challenge I, was, I asked like, well, no, <laughs> nobody's polished but but that actually is a is a good like benchmark that's something i've had anxiety about is like if you have to write on the spot mm-hmm. as somebody who can write mm-hmm. something over a few weeks mm-hmm. you know some that's something I actually uh uh saw from going to a lot of john doe studio sessions that like really impresses me about her is that like in a session she can write something that is like more or less the idea of the song and like yeah like recorded off top basically basically but it doesn't even but I don't think it has to be this is such a hip hop specific thing like no other other... art form demands that kind of spontaneity Mm -hmm. in the same way and other art forms like encourage that kind of revision and that Mm -hmm. revisiting Mm -hmm. and everybody creates differently so I am doing the pushback I I think it's economic I think think you're right I think because because hip hop like just has less access to space historically like we're getting there now Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. if you can only get shout out to Buzz Yeah, (laughs) you can only get to like a four hour session once a week you can't you know and that's that's why everything I do right now is in home like Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to you know like waste money that I don't have at the moment or like you know just I'd rather again even on the engineering side like I did go to school for you know audio design and production so I do know a little bit here and there but it's like you know a little something just a little bit here and there but (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's the thing I'm like trying to even strengthen a little bit of engineering but um going back to uh you know writing in the studio doing like off top I can't flex so 
This song, Fire Missile, like, I wrote it. I did write it in a day. That's the first song I've ever written. Like, it was, like, it, honestly, within a couple of hours. But to the beat came a little later because mm. I messed around and tried to find a right home for it. But the reason why I was able to do that is because Offset, I, I read a tweet <laughs> And Are we talking about the offset? The offset. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> tweeted. I forgot who it was, but they were like, gee, offset just came in the studio and he finished one whole song while he was eating a cheeseburger from McDonald's. First of all, when I heard the, like, he ate, I was just like, okay, Ugh, you, I was disgusted. I was, you know, I, I was so disgusted. And I was just you like. You don't want to be the next person using that mic either. No, that sounds so gross. You are very like, rich. Gee, but I'm the, you know, fact, and you're eating. But the fact that he was able to, like, you know, do that. And honestly, the McDonald's thing really kind of, I don't know why that even lit a fire under my ass even more. Because I'm like, I cut eating a lot of things. You know, yeah, I actually yeah. started, like, trying to, like, you know eat a little better like I, I went pescatarian for two years you know okay, it's like nothing okay. you know some slight I know I didn't go full whatever vegan anything. again there's no but, polish yeah, pescatarian but, it's, it's all valid exactly <laughs> facts you, you know? know but yeah. I was just like you know I feel like I have a little more mental I'm not trying to compare or knock the guy I I've, I actually rock with the music and everything but I was just like you know thinking on some like spiritual men you know mm -hmm. universe. I was like he really went in that booth, knocked it out, and I'm sure it was like a dope song, like, you know, with his flows, cadence, everything. Why? How am I not? No. You got to stop playing. And I was just like, <laughs> let me yeah. hear this beat. And I and I was actually so proud. And I was like, damn, why am I not putting this? It, so, like, I want to put it out sooner the, the, yeah. later, yeah. Migos again with another move for the culture. Bro, for the just, culture, just they just stun, did that. Stun on your whole little holistic Jeez. framework <laughs> right quick. <That's>, <laughs> like quick. Y'all really like did that. Y'all really did that for the culture. Shouts out to Migos. We, uh, Big Mac. Here uh, double, vegans. Yeah. 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 Big Mac is offset self-care. <laughs> Man, they said he knocked out a whole song eating a cheeseburger. But the other thing of that is just how long crazy. was he eating that cheeseburger? <laughs> First of all, because don't they get cold and like three minutes? McDonald's does not have a long shelf. I'm so were mad they, that you just were there multiple cheeseburgers? Bruh, like, was he like I'm like hoping. chain smoking <laughs> McDonald's? It was two all beef patties. <laughs> no, but the other thing is just think of how many verses he's laid down, right? So yeah. that's why he's able to go in and do that. Mm -hmm. Is it's just you know you said you're just kind of stepping into like owning that role as an it's like yeah they've been think of how many verses he's had to go in and in 20 like Over it's just it's just years. a skill he's yeah. built you know and that is also like you said like a hip-hop specific thing the idea that like just the quantity that they've had to write and and the like knowledge of themselves vocally that they've had to build yeah it'll get it, it just gets easier i think yeah. or i think about yeah. it, even with us talking to microphones like yeah. I went back and I was actually a couple weeks ago listening to the first one we did. Uh. And like we both had been on mic before, but the difference is so great. And it's not because some of it is because we've studied it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Some of it's just we've done it a lot more. Yeah. So I think that's a big piece of it also. Yeah. Um, and that couples with the confidence. It's like the more you've done it, the more you know you can do it. True. Shout out to True. Hip Hop Recorder. Man. It's the only music for real with 16 bar verses, first of all. We kind of yeah. take that for granted. Mm. Like most verses in other songs are 8 to 12 bars, but yeah. way less lyrics in those 8 to 12 true. bars. True. Yeah. Very true. And it's very So shout out to you with your bars. Oh, man. Thank you. Shout out to the universe <laughs> for giving me these bars. I can't flex. A lot of times when, like before I do start writing, I do like speak to the like I pray like I'm just like universe please open up my mind and just feed me words that will just flow out and 
mesh and like work with each other. So I, it's not alone. It's not just a me thing, like yeah. for real. So since you said that, I'm going to ask a question. That's one of my favorite questions to ask. Ooh. And I always ask it this exact way. Ooh. At this point, what's your God game like? What's my God game like? <laughs> my God like game, man. Like what, what's going on? What are you seeing? Where, where, where do you stand right now? My, where do I stand with my God? With my God? Like we were talking spirituality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, yeah. me and my God, me and my God are great. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I feel super <laughs> like into me and my God. We playing the same game on the same team on the same court. Like it's you have I, headphones with the, different my, tones yeah, on the bench. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we got di- different. Fre- we got the same frequency in one yeah. ear, same frequency in the other. That's cool. But um, no, throughout everything right now, like this, like when I said in the beginning, like this is the first time in a long time in my twenty five short years of living. Mm. Like this is the first time I do feel like. A purpose. I feel loved. I feel mm-hmm. like I love myself, and like loving myself is allowing me to like truly love people without expecting mugs to love me back. Like you know, it's like a I'm passing by, just like you're passing by. I don't have any expectations because the universe, my God. When I talk, when I say my universe, I'm low key saying my God. Yeah, that's what I feel. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, universe cool. is my God. Um, and I sometimes don't like saying God because there's an image behind it you know Mm -hmm. I went to a Catholic school for my seventh and eighth grade year I went to a Jesuit high school I went to Loyola Academy for like two years Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know and it's like God yeah I can't even talk about that Mm -hmm. but you know we might even have to cut that so you know I'm not trying to give them no airtime, no nothing it's a different kind of God game oh man (laughs) their God game is is wild it is is a final four God game (laughs) man that is it wasn't good but it was right a wild field but yeah so um, God when I hear God it does have an image to it and it's usually like a white guy um, you know, or, you know, I just don't have a person. I know my God is my universe. Like, what has us still moving and waving throughout the days? Like, mm-hmm. has me interacting with people? Like, that's, yeah, so universe, yeah. my God. I want to know what your God game is like, but kiss. But I do just want to say one thing that I never really unpacked to right now. I guess I didn't really think of the concept of God until I was like four or five when my grandfather, well, he's step-grandfather, but my grandfather passed. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I just associated God with kind of like his face. So he's kind of like this blacker, so that's, black no. man with like a with I like, bald in the middle. Yeah, no, keep that alive, keep that image. That so but I didn't realize that until like, well, I, I did. Like I always knew he kind of looked like my puppy JT, but like that's even though I grew cute. up Christian, I never had the I never had the white man God image. In my Tears head. on a Tuesday, and it wasn't even like another abstract. Ver- it was like, and it wasn't like, like oh, it, it wasn't like it's my grand, but it was just like that's just the image. They grew up together. Yeah, it was just the kind How's your God game? Man, so we're we're recording. This is not going to come out for a little while, but we're recording right after Passover, which I'm Jewish. Um, (laughs) For those who don't know. For the wreck. (laughs) For the record show. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's pretty consistent with what you're talking about. Honestly, it's the, the elegance of systems and structures working in this, like, interconnected way it goes back to something that we were actually talking about before we started recording about like us being communal and that life giving is like a communal process so the way i think of god is like the way that root systems interact with each other or like the way that a caterpillar turns to a butterfly Mm -hmm. it's not the fact that they do 
it's not like God made them. It's those processes that are like these elegant, sacred processes that I can't, can't like, even if you can explain to me the science, that doesn't explain what's happening to me. Exactly. The fact that a caterpillar builds a cocoon, goes in, and then comes out a different creature and just knows how to do that. That to me is sacred. It's, yes. even, it's even beyond knowing. It just does it. Right. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't, exactly. even, it doesn't yes. even know how to do it. Yeah. It's just yes. doing that shit. And we're do, there are all kinds of things that we do that are that thing exactly. that are us participating in these systems. It's why, you know, we joke about like how I've just started calling everything biomimicry, but it's mm-hmm. why it's so appealing to me, right? Is that it's not just imitating how something looks, it's imitating these systems that exist like universally or as well, far as we know exists universally that like whether we know it or not, we are participating in. Mm-hmm. And so those systems is how I understand like quote when people say like something bigger than myself. Yes. Those systems are objectively bigger than me. Exactly. Um, but I'm part of them. So the like God is all and God is one thing rings true is that we are one and we are all. Mm-hmm. How about you, Dame? Yeah, man. We haven't I, done a good God checking in yeah, a while. Man, <laughs> it's something I struggle. So, you know, growing up Christian, not like devout, not like super like in the household strict, like the Bible says, but you know, doing my fair share of church going, uh, grandma was super devout. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as I started to, to learn more history, um, as I started to learn more about institutions and as my like quest to understanding <clears throat> oppression got more intense, it like kind of required for my own liberation to certainly re- reject Christianity. But then like, the notion of God itself. So it became a, a word that I would not use with intention. And then idea that like, it wasn't even like, like when you say, Oh, Oh God, like just trying to like f- see all the subtle ways in which yeah. we've been socialized mm-hmm. in, in, in religious institutions beyond the religious institutions, like just in society uh, that I felt was just like really connected to violence and power and dominance. Um, and like at the root of a lot of things. Uh, but, but then, you know, it, I, I have, grown as I've started to like have a better understanding of the world of life um and so you know what I do still reject is the like what's the word for like personification like when you put humanity like anthropomorphize yeah, is that yeah. the word yeah. yeah the anthropomorphized idea of it being a man or a woman or a person right with like limits or an unlimited person you know superhero type of singular thing uh I, I, I still reject but I can now use the word one I, I can always kind of place in that which we don't understand mm-hmm. like whenever the word god is used i can use those same words mm-hmm. and it always fits for me um but then just like life right like just understanding life as as god and now like as a poet i can like reuse the word and the concept because hmm. i have like a different understanding and and relationship to the language but i'm still hesitant because i know it evokes things uh in folks that like i'm trying to yeah. steer away from but on a personal level I, I i feel less like lost or less like a uh hmm. in the or less like i'm just rejecting yeah or just like you know because then you're still being defined by those structures yeah. just in opposition yeah, to yeah. so so the the, the 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 language and the idea i could kind of like bring back in um and, and look at with more i don't know like context but also objectivity. Yeah, I know what you uh, mean. Just the zoom out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Bit. So, like, I, I think I, I am practicing without calling it spirituality or without, like, mm-hmm. having a, a a process or a community that I do it with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am practicing a more, like, 
rooted connection to life. Yeah. Which is my God game. Yeah. And I feel like, you God know, you really, strong. God game super strong. <laughs> I feel like, no, 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 no. And I was just like going to like, yeah. you know, follow up with that. Like, usually what messes up um, our God game is having to like explain it or having hmm. to follow like. A dogma. Yes. that That really is what it's like. Gee, like, yo, you don't know what you're talking about. You like, know, by the the very nature of you, it's God. You so feel me? <laughs> no, that's what it's so, like. Oh my God, I just it's that what you don't understand. That, like, what the f- you know, <laughs> and that that's just what kills me. I feel like you know, look, we came here on our own, not even to sound like whatever, but we came here in this realm on our own, like mm-hmm. as individuals. We are going to leave here as individuals. Build yourself up. Like, who the hell can... Like, let me practice how I practice without you imposing, without you trying to tell me, like, you know, what the structure is of this. And, like, I feel like that is low-key an attack on, um, you know, it's it's, it's sp- spiritual warfare. Like, mm-hmm. that is what is building chaos within ourselves. It's like, if people just let us do us and didn't have to, you know, do the most, we, yeah. we, we would just be like... In light, like you know, we would be elevating because we would yeah. be figuring it out ourselves. We would be what feels right, you know. Again, the universe conspires to work in our favor. That's how I feel. The universe does conspire to work in our favor. It's not just here to shut us down and like you know put us through hell and blah blah blah. Like you know, it's like unless your mental game is like all dark. I want you know, like that's all you attract. But I'm just like, if you can just follow your own, like follow your light and, and, and mm-hmm. you know, bring that light to others. I feel like I just turned this into a sermon. No, I'm with you. We're with it. We're with but it. But then the trade off is, is that what people, or I'll, I'll say it, not just what other people would say, is that if everyone just followed their own light like 4,000 years ago, like bears would have eaten us, right? Yeah, like that's okay. why these things okay. exist. That's they true. Perver- they're perverted and, and you acts of power, but like the act of creating a tribe around a shared understanding is a survival tactic that's yeah. maybe outdated now, but it's still encoded in us, right? It goes to what we're talking about, about community and individual. It's like the reason why we thrive as social beings is because, you know, we're not the biggest animals in the world. There are f- animals that can eat us, but nobody's better at surviving than a group of humans. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's another part of it that like I've had to mature about is that even if it is so like outdated or some of it feels ridiculous like it is all even the things that seem untrue now We're or true untrue are, are rooted in some truth because mm-hmm. it still it still comes from us like mm-hmm. right and like even in a, a, addition to the universe like looking out for us like I, I on the surface agree but I even like challenge that because there's like some predestination mm-hmm. that people can take from that and I don't think that's what you were saying but I even in, in understand it's like we are the universe yeah right? like, no and yes so, and, and, and like human consciousness is particular in a certain way because it is it is the only way that we can recognize at least the universe having an understanding of itself yeah and so in the way that it is still expanding in the way that like things are still moving we are we are like those rocks and those meteors and those amoeba that are just like kind of swimming around or floating around. Uh, but there's this this unique awareness, at mm-hmm. least in terms of our understanding of what's out there, um, that's still doing that same thing, though. Like we're not too much different from a meteor. Yeah. You know, we, we are the products of it. Yeah. You know? So we got three new podcasts. We got a history <laughs> podcast. 
<laughs> we got like Star the, Talk the, podcast, the studio session, and then we got studio sessions. Yeah, <laughs> we got some work to do. Yo, count me in on we all of them. You. I'm about to like <laughs> jump in on every single one. If y'all try to yeah. move without me, like it's I said, problem. I'm popping up. It might not be a problem because I'm just gonna be there. True, like, I don't know love. who it's gonna yeah. be a problem well, you're for. Welcome. Like, yeah, like I'm here. You are more <laughs> than welcome. <laughs> I'm glad we kind of went down that rabbit hole because I do want to ask you before we get out of here and do a last couple last yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. You have two. Uh, necklaces on yes that i don't want to presuppose the meaning to but i'm very curious about in the context of our conversation i actually had another necklace i i always oh, wear two I, always wear two I don't know i always wear two but i had one that was extremely extremely like special to me it was from ethiopia it was an ethiopian gold necklace my parents got it for me when i was like 17 but when they went there to ethiopia i was still in chicago and my whole family went they got it blessed multiple times, like throughout the whole trip, because they went to this one, um, a spring. It's like a, a holy mm-hmm. spring. Yeah. So every day they went, they got it blessed, prayed over, like for me, and brought it back. And I had it forever. Like I had it up until last year. And honestly, I feel like last year it was like new beginnings. Like that had to be, I was crying so hard. Like it just snapped. Like I still had the chain. The gold chain was Mm -hmm. just on my neck, but the, the actual cross fell. And, um, I blessed it. I was like, whoever found it, first of all, they, if they pawn it, they get some, they gonna get some money (laughs) off of it. One, but if they keep it, love blessings, like, you know, keep that moving forward. But yeah, these both are crosses from Ethiopia. This was also blessed. Um, my cousin got it blessed for me when she went out there. But they're both important. They both mean a lot. This was my mother's necklace. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just like to keep Ethiopian crosses on me. Yeah. Especially because they actually take them home to get it blessed. Yeah, like that's in, a beautiful the, in thing. the springs. That's, that's just the only reason. And that's yeah. where, so we didn't even mention that. That's where your family's from, correct? Yeah, they're from uh, Ethiopia. I'm first yeah. generation. Um, English was our second language. They like raised us as fobs. <laughs> so, oh, wow. yeah. So to. Again, and I know we've been talking forever, but I am curious, and it's a conversation we have out up here, you know, for all of our talk about, like, diasporic sounds and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. like, to get as specific as possible, whether it's musically or just, like, in you and in the culture that you live and thrive within and create within, Mm -hmm. like, how would you describe how Ethiopian diaspora is? Like, what are the pieces of that to you that you carry with you next to the necklaces? Um, just in general or music yeah, related? Up to you. Um, well, okay, music related. Ethiopian culture is religious. That mm-hmm. There's no separating the two. Ethiopian traditions and celebrations and everything is is religious. That's what it is. And so in churches, they play a drum. It's called the kabaro. And it's like a big drum. Well, it could be small, but it's, the, the sound from it is really deep. Mm. It's like a doo-doom, doo-doom, you know, doo-doom. And they that's center they, the kick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they center the kick. That's serious. And that's like literally the only instrument yeah. that they have playing. Yeah. Sometimes they do have like a little, you know, a bell or whatever. But that's, you know, they used to drag us into church. And we were young. We were rowdy kids. It was me and my siblings. I have a gang of siblings. And Shout out. So I have, it, including me, it's four. It's me, my brother, my sister, and then another brother. Shout out. Shout out. The, mm. though, that's my gang, gang, squad, squad. Big ups to them. Um, but, yeah, like, we would just, we'd be stuck. We would want to play outside with the other kids. But my parents were, you know, strict, kind of strict religious. And it was just the drums that really got me. Yeah. I am Ethiopia. Like, I mean, not even to sound cliche or whatever, but that that is my culture. Like, you know, that is 
before anything, I feel like that's me. Growing up, we couldn't speak, like, for a point, we couldn't speak anything but Amarinha in our house. What was the point where y'all were able to, like, break through and get, get some English in there? Oh, <laughs> what, did the, the, what did that damn break? It, the day <laughs> it broke when we just started getting rowdy, like, what? Like, no, we, we you know, it just... So it would have kept going until you said you can't <laughs> keep going. <laughs> it, was, it was just more so, like, you know, sometimes we would, like, talk. And this is terrible. Like, you know, we knew certain people in the family, like, I guess, couldn't speak English. So we would be talking in English, like, just so they don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. And then, you know, it would just get to a point where we just like stopped caring you know we yeah. were bad little rebellious yeah. and they were just like these american kids these kids i'm raised in america like da, 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 you know yeah. but yeah so so to kind of stay in the circle of what we're talking about correct me if i'm wrong mm. i have an understanding of ethiopian religion and church and christianity to be like different or distinct from what we know in terms of, of church and christianity and that there is some more like original or like it, it predates our understanding uh of kind of like the western church yeah is, is that is that so so yes and i i feel like you know you could totally ask um better people who might know a little more but yeah <laughs> maybe Ethiopian i can't religion. Sure there, there are people <laughs> who can have better answers but <laughs> i might not be able to ask and we could book them you totally could go ahead and book my auntie then if y'all want to go ahead and book <laughs> oh, her because she will break it down for that's you. our that's for <laughs> our history podcast yeah. yes. it's, a it's a different She'll email bring y'all some ethiopian food and everything wow. but um yeah no ethiopian religion was they say the first uh, Christianity, like first religion of Christianity, like it was the first branch, like it was the mm -hmm. like Orthodox Christian, mm -hmm. like that's what Ethiopian religion is. It's Orthodox, yeah, Christianity. Yeah, yeah. But, no, you don't have to be an expert. Yeah, like I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't really cool. know. That's just like that's the, cool. the main thing that they would be drilling in our head. You know, it's like you need to know the where is the first. Like, of course, my dad. Like, where is the first one? You need to know our, our, our religion is the first, and you have to be, be smart about it. You know, be very into. It's like it's like you know, you need to know this. And I feel like that being drilled in anything that people try to drill in to me, like when I was younger, I rejected it so heavily, and I yeah. regret it. But it's like that's that wasn't the approach. I really wish certain things that I don't know right now, I wish, like, I actually kind of, maybe it was given to me in a different approach or something, mm -hmm. but it's like, damn, like, he was right, though. Like, a lot about the my culture, I don't know. The most I know that I'm so proud and thankful for my family to give to me is the language. Like, yeah. you know, that was, that's the one thing that I can't lose. And... Yeah, I got to do better. Have you had a chance to go? Back I'm to in visit? November, like okay. I, yes, oh, in man. November. That's so amazing. you know, fingers crossed, it still happens. Oh, you know, but sick. yeah, I'm I'm the only one in my family who didn't go. Are you the that's, youngest? Yeah, oh, and that's okay. you know that tells you everything about how I feel uh, and why I can't really tell you okay. what the you uh, know. We have to do a part two. Yeah, yeah for sure. from from our rabbit holes, the two correct. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but for the people who may not know as much about why, like this is significant, mm -hmm. is that. Like anthropologically, we kind of believe Ethiopia to be the oldest civilization that we know. That, of. That's true. No, and that's that's a, and it's Lucy more or less one of the only nations on the continent that really like didn't, didn't colonize yeah. in no type of real. They're, they're like, we'll take they, the pasta, but you got to get the hell out. They, they of might that. have they might have like a few years here and there, but they, but yeah. overall, yeah, you it's can, not going. Like we're gonna we're gonna make espresso. Yeah, we'll keep, this, we'll keep the coffee. <laughs> we gonna make we might make a little bit of cute little no, little babies. We might pop a couple, you yeah, know, because there is a little it's not bit a bad of, look. Yeah, it's not a bad look. There was a little Italian blood. Let, let me not. You might want to cut that because some Ethiopians are you know might hear that shit and be like, girl, why? But I don't. You know, <laughs> this is you. Yeah, that's that's all. This the little Lubisho, not the Ethiopian diaspora. 
but look, that look. All What's I up? heard, all I heard, a birdie told me is that there it might be some little Italian blood running through Ethiopian veins because of whatever, whatever sauciness. Look, but if there's one thing you we were not colonized, show, it's people be fucking. Yeah, people be fucking. Okay, thank you. All we can say is people be fucking. They came to Ethiopia. We don't know the so, politics. You know, they came to Ethiopia, the ate the good food, they saw beautiful things, and they look. Hey, they I got bounced the hell they out. They had to go. You ain't gotta go home, but you gotta get the hell up out of here. And they was gone. Yeah, so, so because of these things, whenever I get that hypothetical question of like an, uh, name another country you would live in, Ethiopia is always in my top three. Man, there's a great. I, I wish I could say beautiful things, but it's like, damn. I, I mean, I've seen yeah, videos, but it's like I have to go. You have to put yeah. everybody there. look. Yes, and what I was told is like you, the energy when you get there, the wavelengths. They, you you almost want to cry, not because oh my god, it's that, but because of the love that. Mm. And actually, my sister told me that she was like when she went to Ethiopia, when she first touched down, like literally getting off the plane. She said she was so overwhelmed. She was like, I don't know what's going on, what's in the air. But she was like, I've never been so emotional. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like the best intentions and they're just like, I don't know. I think it's the religion, the the spirituality that's linked. And beyond, it's beyond the representational thing, right? You know, because sometimes you hear people talk about like, yeah, I'm thinking about like how Malcolm X described it or other people talk about like going to Africa and everyone looks like you and you're like, oh my God. But this is different. This is about like, lineage mm-hmm. right yeah and having a home not only culturally yeah. but even by and like i think we we kind of like limit our like biological analysis because it's yeah. been so 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 fucked up mm-hmm. over over the centuries yeah. but like metaphysically right like beyond the the, the culture like it's where your body is from you yeah, know <laughs> like, like the actual oh. vibrations that you are like that you have inherited from thousands of generations like that is the environment so True. there's going to be kind of like that that wavelength thing we were starting talking about you know the, yeah. those those vibrations are happening yeah and so once you once you get in harmony i'm excited the for breakdown. you oh i wish God. i wish i knew where to go <sighs> True. Yeah. Mm. i was thinking i've been thinking about it but know, i've been thinking about that a lot they're like not having a homeland type thing yeah what no. if what if the what if low-key what if that's a test how you can do it like you, you just, just go go and, and feel where do you break down what what, what country do I'm you go and you yet, fuck, nope. and you just start bawling that that's you're like, home you're like, there's, there's a buzzing in my ear Yo, yeah, like, <laughs> I think my ancestors are from there's two different frequencies in my ear right yeah, now exactly. and i'm actually crying what's going on boy this is home that's what just happened like <laughs> for real that'd be that's, dope that's perfect yeah. uh, so i look forward to hearing how the trip goes before we yes. get out of here we have two things that we need to do yes. what's the order let's do yeah let's do the right. most important this is as he said <laughs> the most nervous. important as you should nervous. we did not warn yeah. you but it will be okay you, you, you oh, don't you don't get a warning shit. for this one anymore this okay. is this is this has to come f- truly from the spirit oh, <laughs> it's all <laughs> and it's all this about a, a spiritual pursuit <laughs> it is, this is spiritual practice it is it's a game we play every week okay. and it's all about accountability okay. um here in ergo we 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 are um we are taking a stand in these streets, mm-hmm. and there's a sect of the world that has run amok, mm-hmm. and it will happen no longer. Not on our watch. Mm-hmm. Not on my <laughs> watch. And in that sect, those people are R&B singers. Oh my God! So I believe, in my lifetime, I'm 25 years old, uh-huh. that something has happened to the R&B singer, and we are here to put a stop to it. As hip hoppers. Yes. In hip hop, in hip hop, there's 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 built in accountability. You know, like if you step too far out the line, you had a diss track coming. You got somebody might see you. Somebody's gonna check you. Mm. Uh, And these R and B guys, man. So you from any era, Motown to today. Okay. And I guess before Motown, Uh (laughs) have to start beef with an R and B singer. Let's get it. Oh 
I mean, like, and is it bad if, if it's like this person probably hasn't said anything problem? Like, I have no true reason. It's just no, because no. the person. Speak from your heart. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like, it makes me It's cringe. in your spirit. It's the vibration. Go ahead. Yo, I'm so damn petty. But would you, okay, would you call, you You would call Kiki Palmer? But she's from Chicago. I'm so bad. No, no cut it, cut it. No, it's fine. No, Yo. no, it stands. The game oh started from a oh, Chicago shit. R&B singer. Let Yo. Me, so, yeah, there's, there's no there's no exemption. You know, I feel so petty to uh-uh. you do I'm, embra- I'm embracing, encouraging, Yo, Speak your truth. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> for those at home i just i put my started. arm up and, yeah, and they I see, if you could see how they looking it's, at me right now they're pulling it out us, of me tell us look Trust girl, yourself look girl i don't know what is going on why my spirit is like pulling this beef out you know you never did nothing to me but kiki girl kiki palmer i have no idea why like but we're gonna get this beef do popping better. do better yo do better there you know is. you know i send you love i send you love and energy but Something about the way with you a side do of beef. things. You know what? Yeah, love and energy with a side of saute beef. And it's like, girl, let's try. Let's, it's let's, 2018. It's all better. love, but please, let's do better. Let's do better. I'm all for That's it. That's a wonderful That answer. definitely stands. Wow, that was such a, that was such a deep exhale like, afterwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you, do you feel, always, do you feel purged? I feel purged. This is the service that we're providing. Uh, you let it out. You know, I let it out. We've been holding it in. I've been holding it We've been holding it all this we're, RBB. We're, we're the podcast equivalent of like an ayahuasca ceremony. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, no, then if we get real like that, we might have to have a second ceremony. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to, I need to do a juke track. You got to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really need yeah, to do yeah, a juke yeah. track. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's up? You be making juke tracks? I do not produce. Oh, okay. Uh, that's... That is... I produce other things. That is, I don't produce beats. That's contractually acceptable, though. That's something you can look oh. for. But morally reprehensible. <laughs> 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 no, there's wiggle room on that. I can, I can see that in you, your path. Hey. It's really just because I need a beat maker. You feel me? I'm, like, I'm, can you doctor it and make it happen? Like, make this man do it? Like, I need an in-house hey. go-to. Oh, man. We'll see what we can do. When we, we, you I, I'll tell you ear. what. You take the trip. Come back. Tell us how it is. And I'll show you any beats that I made. Okay. Sounds good? That's the deal. Like, done deal. All right. Thank you so you much for being here. You go to Mesopotamia and work, oh. on some, uh, <laughs> work on some juke beats while she's in. <laughs> <Gee>. <laughs> You're just in a cafe. Just I like. need you to actually record yourself doing, making these beats. Like, okay. for real. All real right. time. All right. We'll see what we can do. I'm yeah. excited for this. I like, we're kind of being tongue in cheek. But I am hoping that this is planned. I'm this actually is, for this real, This is though. much pressure. This is exciting. Truly. Yeah. We'll this see how exciting. this goes. <laughs> Never left with homework before. <laughs> you got three podcasts Jeez. to start and a new career. Damn. <laughs> and a new career, G. You know, yeah. honestly, truly, this was a bomb, a bomb interview. Like, thank it didn't so feel much. like an interview. This felt like uh, a conversation. Well, Y'all are some real ones. Uh, right back at you. That. Thank you. That's so much love. No. Where can folks find your music? Oh, man. You can check it out on SoundCloud. If you look me up, um, you can type in SoundCloud. I, I want to say, is it the backslash? Hit the slash and type in Lulu Bomb. That's where you will find me. Um, or you can just type in Lulu Land. My uh, Instagram is Lulu Bayena. It's L-U-L-U-B-E-Y-E-N-E. My last name is Bayena. Ah. So Lulu Bayena. And somebody took Lulu B like and they're inactive on Instagram. Can they delete it and let me have it? We're but, coming but, for you. But, but we coming. Lulu out here putting the bay in Bayena though. You so think you, go you ahead know Lulu Bay. Go ahead with it. 
<laughs> so check me out and slide in them DMs. Let's get it popping, y'all. We'll be back next week with another conversation showcasing the celebrating Chicago and beyond. Watching out to the pre- peace. <laughs> Away from my door, thinking I was spoken for, not anymore. And I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired of being your, your unofficial girl. Unofficial girl. And I'm tired, I'm tired of trying. Oh, but I'm still, I'm still your, your unofficial girl.